Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. Every Wednesday, I'm back for your listening pleasure. Well, in today's episode, I thought I'll talk about something that affects all of us. It's a social undercurrent. It's a career opportunity. And at the end of the day, it's something that we all feel that we have to do because it's demanded by societal pressures. Yes, I'm talking about work career opportunities and various other vocational endeavors that we all feel that we need in our lives. So enjoy. If you're a person who works, if you're a person who doesn't, then you probably enjoy it even more because I am here on the Baby Bed Podcast. <coughs> the Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Prowl. Well, let's get down to it. That's one of those typical MBA things, right? Let's get down to it. Let's put our heads to the board. Let's get our thinking caps on, buddies. Let's think outside the box. Let's think inside the box. What the fuck is the box? Work. Everyone goes on about it. If you step out to a bar anywhere, anytime, everyone's talking about how was work? What do you do for work? When is work going to take over your life? When are you going to start pursuing your passion? These are various things that we hear in a social setting. Is work something that determines your life and controls your life? Because the happiness comes from work, success comes from work, happiness and success are related because you look at your bank balance and you associate that with success and you associate that with more spending power and you associate that with happiness. Because when you buy yourself a new stop, I don't know, watch on Amazon or you buy yourself a new, um, set of underwear from Flipkart, wherever it may be. I think that gives you happiness, but that's very short-lived. And we more and more are working towards a society where we are controlled by the idea of work. Let's take it back a few years. Most of us have this prescription for a life that we have to live. It starts with education. It starts, eh, even before that, it starts with your parents kind of conditioning you into believing that people who are hardworking, people who are in a successful career, people who are doing something, um, not just contributing to society, but doing something for monetary benefit are seen as successful people in society. Uh, then you sort of get conditioned into the education system where they teach you the basic social sciences, the sciences, the maths, the various things that you need to be equipped for a career in society, working and being a productful, uh, productful. Yeah. Productful product, productful, <laughs> productive member of society. So you do that. You get into school, you get into high school. Then you tailor your course more specifically into one of the spaces which you want to, uh, focus on. So you get into engineering, you either get into law, you get into medicine, you get into fine arts, you get into design. Now the opportunities are just crazy. You can get into anything you want. You can get into um, studying the hair on a mole's back and, ah, this guy is an expert in mole back hair. Or you can get into racing school, automobile school, fashion, modeling, makeup. There's so many opportunities out there, but they all have that underlying connect, which is preparing you for a work uh, environment. Um, you finish your undergrad, you get an MBA because everyone says, get an MBA. And I keep going on about MBAs. I just have this kind of niggle towards MBAs. So you do all the various things that are expected. And then the prescribed formula for success has been applied. You get out into the workforce, into the workplace, and it's all fucked. Because why do we work? 
um, do we work for our own selves? Do we work for money? Do we work for an idea of belonging somewhere? Do we work for an idea of contribution to a larger cause in society? Or do we just work because there's nothing else to fucking do? Because everyone's driven by certain reasons for their own uh, sense of fulfillment. Many people spend in Bangalore hours in traffic to go work at an IT company, at a tech park. It's these huge operations where thousands and thousands of people go every day, uh, contribute to one aspect of that company's process, and uh, they feel like they belong. And of course, the paycheck. Now, I have a problem with this because I feel uh, this is something where 1% of the jobs are created by these people, the corporates, the hierarchy, which is at the top of the ladder. And then they're just looking for these people who are the perfect prescription of the success formula, who get everything done. They're good employees. And they are just the right pawns in the game of the corporate world. They come in on time. They are polite. They have soft skills, hard skills, communication capabilities. And they are just doing what needs to be done. Not less, not more. Because if you start thinking more, that's not a safe place for you, my friend. Then they uh, become mindless after a point. Because think about this. You leave at 7. It's routine. You leave at 7. You get to the office at 9 in that shit traffic. You get in there. You straight away have this formula or this way of starting your day. Checking emails, responding to emails, copying your boss, copying your boss's boss. And then you go to meetings. And then you go play foosball. Go have a smoke. Come back. Do the same thing again. Get back into meetings. Do some work. Get on Facebook. Get whatever you want to do. And then 5 o'clock check out of there. Six o'clock sometimes because you're a clock nine hours. So this becomes your life. Your life from depending when you start at the age of 23, 24, fresh out of college. Till when? When does it end? Um, is there a burnout? Is there um, a end of the tunnel where how many jobs can you change? Because, you know, people now change a job every 16 to 18 months because they get a 10% hike in the other company. And it's the same cluster there. It's, this, it's the same cycle. It's the same mundane existence. And what do you push for? Is it just doing those nine hours, sitting in traffic? So you're basically 12 hours are gone from seven. You're back home at seven. You order food on Swiggy or you cook or then you go to Netflix and you work your 40 hours and the weekend comes and you're like, oh, I can live for two days and go back to that corporate uh, slave trade is... Um, is what many people do in today's society. Then you have the off chance where someone now will say, I'm done with this. I'm burnt out. And I'm going to start a startup and I'm going to pursue my passion and I'm done. I'm going to go into meditation, the extreme or someone at the age of 50 is like, I've done this. I've seen the CEO kind of life. I've seen the money. I've seen the stock options. Now I just want to start an adventure park in the middle of nowhere. And everyone's like, wow, wow, what an inspiration. When people do it from scratch, they're seen as people who don't have options. When someone at the age of 18 is like, you know what? I don't want to kind of get absorbed by the education system. I don't want a degree in something they prescribe that will work for me. I don't want to get a master's. I just feel I have a gut feeling that this particular project will work. I'm going to use my instincts. I'm going to use my common sense. And I'm going to start, say, a wildlife reserve or maybe something completely different. I'm going to start a little school for photography or I'm going to start a school or a volunteer organization. 
without doing any of the other stuff, without getting into the corporate um, helter-skelter. They start something and they just do it for 20 years, 25 years. They don't see success right away, but it gives them a sense of fulfillment, which a lot of people realize after 30 years in corporate that they don't have because they become a husk. They become a husk which has been filled by their routine, by their expectations from the corporate industry, by their social obligations to their colleagues, by the appraisal process from HR. And then finally they wake up one day going, <laughs> this is what I'm going to be remembered by. I'm going to be remembered by what I did for 30 years without a single contribution, except for my bank balance and sending my kids through the same system I went through so they can actually be replicas of what I've become. It's scary. It's scary because not everyone is meant to contribute to society. If we have seven plus billion people who are extra special contributing to society, I don't think there's enough appreciation and space for that. But what is appreciation for what you do? Is it everything for external validation? Does everyone have to be on a TED platform? Does everyone have to have a Wikipedia page talking about their success? Because if that's the case, there's no balance in the world. If everyone's a CEO, who's going to get the work done? If everyone is rich, what is your comparison point? If everyone is God, who's going to pray? Ah, see what I did there? Brought in religion into this. So it's, it's very hard for me to understand this because I've been working on my own for um, 2012. I uh, have seen a little bit of the corporate life. I got out of that because I just believe that you cannot really do anything when you're on the radar constantly. If you're successful, everyone gives you the praise. If you're bad, everyone brings you down. And that's why everyone copies everyone because they want to safeguard their asses. And uh, being, being a comedian, it's not easy. There are days where I wake up feeling shit. There are days where I wake up feeling, oh God, I have nothing to sort of show for what I've worked. I have no shows and when I have, do have shows, no one shows up. I have to play the Insta, the social game. Nothing's working there. So there's too many uh, variables that can put you down. And even if I get the good month where I get a killer number of corporate shows, I've sold out 10 public shows. And even then it's very easy to sit here and go, where will I be at, in 10 years time, right? Uh, will I, uh, getting a Netflix special or three Netflix specials make me more happy? And that's the thing about happiness is that you got to define contentment, uh, what you want out of your situation. Because with um, selling out three shows in Bangalore, 100 seaters, if that doesn't make me content, then selling out three 10,000-seater stadiums will probably not make me as content because there's something else there. There's another element missing. And that element is doing it for yourself because you can do as much as you want for other people when I say uh, for living up to their expectations, doing more for other people in its other context, which is just giving back to people and helping, un uh, I wouldn't say unconditionally, but without expectations is another kind of fulfillment, which is really nice. And you see that in a lot of places like in the space of disability where people help uh, in the space of uh, non-governmental work, non-profits, education, uh, animal welfare, a lot of people just giving without expecting. And that sense of satisfaction is a lot. I haven't experienced that and it's maybe not for everyone. But uh, talking about the sense of satisfaction and fulfillment at any given point in your life is very important because if you don't feel that now, you'll never feel it later. And getting a better job or a hike or stock options or getting approval from your boss, a pat on the back might give you temporary sense of belonging and success. But... Um, you have to see the worth for yourself because when the bank balance gets higher and higher, you get the three houses you want, you get the four cars, the kids are going to the best school. 
but are you just recreating a sense of society that is permeating time and it's creating a culture of people just working 80 hours when they can actually do it in 5 hours and you're just filling your time because there's a void which you're scared of addressing and that emptiness which you're really really petrified of uh waking up one day when you're 55 going what the fuck has life been all about because life doesn't have to be overachieving doesn't have to be about the rat race it doesn't have to be about money if you can do things for yourself and get a small sense of fulfillment or satisfaction or a sense of peace i think that is success and you don't need to work 80 hours for that you don't even have to work 40 hours for that you just need to dedicate enough time and put in time when required and feel like you're doing something to make yourself feel more worthwhile so today i've spoken about work maybe not its conventional sense maybe not to a reason or reasonable level that appeals to you or applies to you but just take a look around don't compare yourself because that's another problem but just look around at the people who are doing things who might not be as rich who might not be as uh, well connected but day in day out they do it with a smile on their face and just try to understand what 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 creates that in them you don't have might uh, you don't have to be the same person you don't have to get in the same space you don't have to even be you know as driven but knowing that and being aware of that is a great first step to figuring out what you can do for yourself and then once you can establish those benchmarks those expectations and those various things that give you a sense of belonging and peace you'll start working towards it and you might just realize that all the money you've made all the networks you built are probably not just worth it to think about it it's been a little bit more of a serious episode but it's something i'm thinking about right now in my current state working from home and of course if you have any thoughts on the topic please do comment on the link uh, audio boom is where it's posted but it's also up on spotify stitcher uh, google podcast and apple podcast and of course you can contact me on my facebook page and on instagram at soapyrao so till next time i'll be back for a brand new episode next week thank you for listening i'm sandeep prao this is the baby bed podcast signing out charles the baby bed podcast every wednesday hey thank you so much for listening to this episode If you like what you heard please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and I would much appreciate it if you could like the video share it with people who you think might enjoy it and of course do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you so thanks again appreciate it